Hello, and welcome to this special edition of the Cutthroat Podcast with your host, Xavier and Mr. Patty. So Chris is going to be on a little vacation for this one. So this is going to be called a special edition podcast. Um, we are socially distanced here since you motherfuckers can't wear your mask. <laughs> and these and these fine participants are all over America. We have somebody joining from Ohio. We got somebody joining from Florida. And we also got somebody joining from Texas. And myself, of course, is from California. So we all decided to come on here and talk a little beanball. So without special ado, we got Mysterio on, on lock. Whoop, whoop. We got Mr. Brian. Yo, yo. And we got Patty Cakes, all the way my yeah. my very special executive producer turned host for all these <laughs> wonderful things. So we are here oh to my. talk baseball only because of a spirited debate that has happened on Twitter. Unfortunately, one of the pers- or one of the participants that was on that Twitter debate couldn't be here today. Without further ado, Patty, take it away with that with that little clip, baby. Sorry, hang on, my computer is just like crying right now. Like it is taking an absolute. Dookie. Hey, while, while the computer is buffering and you're pulling the cartridge out and blow it on it and doing whatever you got to do, <laughs> this is a baseball pod, and I would like to just give a shout out to the San Francisco Giants playing like it's 2011 this year. <laughs> These old farts. Now, X, seriously, are, are you aware that the Giants roster is the oldest in the league, and they, I think they are going into this all-star break mm, with the yes, most wins, correct. right? Huh. Yeah. yeah, so they, they're the last World Series they won. It was, it was in like 2012, mm-hmm. 2011, I think, something like that. But now, which is approaching 60 wins. And, yeah, so back from injury, um, I'm missing another one who's really big. Brandon Crawford. Crawford. That's it. There Shout out go. to those. They're, they're starting and also is all X-Reds, so. <laughs> oh. Now, the GSMC baseball podcast that Patty is on. Um, where he baseball 24-7 on that bad boy. So if you guys like baseball and you guys like podcasts, why don't you intermingle the two and give that bitch a listen? That shit is amazing. I go back and forth with them on Twitter all the time about Trout. So at the same time, I want everyone to say who their team affiliate is right now. I heard Reds. Who's the Reds? Yes, sir. Yep. All right. So we got Brian is a Reds fan. Yep. My, uh, my National League team is the Braves, but I'm definitely a fan of having two different rules, and I have an AL team, which is the Red Sox. Interesting. So you in Florida, but you're a Red Sox fan. Uh, well, so I think that's one of the topics <laughs> later on is about our favorite ball players. Yeah, that's true. Right? Okay. Like, All right, we'll get into that. that. We'll get into that. And then, Patty... What's your team, Big Dog? Well, so Patty has <laughs> officially gone six feet under. So I'm not sure Patty's oh, going who his favorite team is, but I'm going to guess that it's uh, the hopefully soon-to-be Spiders, just knowing his history. The, the Cleveland baseball team. as a... The Cleveland baseball team, that's right. Yep, CBT. <laughs> All right, so since Patty's mic is fucked and he looks like he's over here, nah, I still can't hear you, big dog. You Wait, what about now? What about now? Hey, there, there we go. go. There we go. Hey, guess what? It was on mute, people. <laughs> the new sound that I have made for all of us here today. Let's hear it. 
Well, you didn't share you your sound. Can't hear anything. You have no, to share you your screen. You got to go think. into your audio. I, I, oh wait. I've Lovely executive it. producing done by Patrick. I'm here. falling apart right here, man. It <laughs> like, like my computer. Like I'm leaking so much confidence. You have no idea. Like, it's it's not good. It's not good. All right, but now we, we came in today. This was supposed to be Patty's day. We're talking <laughs> for real. Pod, and Patty is my computer. I, I am lo- I'm failing because of technical difficulties here. But you know that's the best. I want this to be all perfect and shit. Okay, I want it to be a fucking to the special oh. baseball edition of the Cutthroat Podcast, hosted by X. And today, your boy Patty's filling in for Pal. Let's get into it, y'all. Hey, okay. all right. Hey, we might have to keep that beat, dog. I can dig yeah, it. I like that. Bit. All right, so that's a good way, dude. I was about to say, all right, you guys ready to get into it? Or do you guys have anything else you guys want to say? You guys want to talk shit about each other's teams for the greater good? Or are you good? No, no. <laughs> we're good. I'm sure we can get into that yeah. as we go. There we go. So the oh. first question I have for you beautiful people, what was uh, what is your all-time favorite baseball player? Brian, and this is your first time on the podcast. I would say you. we'll go Brian, we'll go Mysterio, and then we'll go Patty, okay? Okay, well that works. Well, I, I'm a I'm a I'm a history junkie and a baseball junkie. So baseball history to me is right up my alley. Drive my wife crazy, always telling her stuff. She does not give a shit. I'm like, check this out. Look at this record. Look at that record. She's like, I don't care. I'm like, well, I'm gonna tell you about it anyway. So I love Babe Ruth. I know that's the cliche to answer, but I love it. All the history, you know, the pitching, and especially with you know Otani hitting the scene this year. A lot of people are really digging into the history about pitching and hitting at the same time so I mean Babe Ruth has always been my favorite player but as far as like what I grew up watching I mean Ken Griffey Jr. I mean oh, the, the yeah. lefty swing mm-hmm. you know number one pick out of Cincinnati I'm Ohio kid I always love that so you know yeah I love the kid that sweet swing so that's my dude so I'm assuming you loved him when he was on the Reds huh even though he was yes, injured but I did like him. time Right, right, but it, I loved him watching the Mariners. I mean, that's how marketable he was. I mean, I didn't know anything about the Mariners. I had two Mariners hats. I had the home and the away. You know, we had the Griffey cleats. Oh, man. That was my shit right there. Yeah. Man, I remember, like, I actually, like, because around that time when, when I was actually still playing, like, uh, in Ohio and, like, with Brian – um, I actually remember all of us kids being still super psyched about like the new swingman cleats and he, yes. and he, I think was maybe, uh, a year or two removed out of the league still at that point. Yep. Yeah. I mean, he was, he just transcended so much. Yeah. And that's it, the word it, transcending. I mean that, yeah, that dude was a freak. No doubt about it. My favorite player of all time, um, it's got to be Chipper. I played the corners myself, and watching him lay out at third is what inspired me for sure. Um, but so, as a really chubby dude playing baseball, Chipper was more of a prototypical athlete, and I gravitated towards the one David Ortiz. Big pop. Uh, yeah. When he got traded to the Red Sox. And, uh, man, I fell in love uh, that it was actually that 2003 season is when I started watching them and kind of broke away from my Braves love. And then 
oh my god they won the world series and i i was so young i was like eight or nine in 04 whenever that happened i was nine yeah so i really didn't understand the context of the situation until 2012 happened and i was you know fully into my baseball swing at that point and just like playing high school ball and my guy, David Ortiz, taking the socks to it again in my lifetime. That's what brought it all in, into full swing for me. So quick question. Did you wear um, 34 when you were playing? No, no, I was actually that like super mediocre riding the line of average kid that always wore 99. Oh. I know y'all two know some of those kids. Yeah, <laughs> yes. you know, but you know what? Manny made 99 look good, though. Woo, boy, I tell you yeah. what. And so that was the thing. I wasn't a lefty, and me and my buddy, who was also a chunky guy, we had our own handshake, and, like, we batted next to each other. But he was the lefty, so I, I got to give my guy Manny some love, too. But that 99 sweet. Can we yeah, talk about that real quick? Like, just the idea that, uh, like – when I think of beautiful swings, I think of left-handed hitters. Like, I don't, like, I don't think of like, I know Albert Pujols has an amazing swing, but I don't think of his swing as being beautiful. I think is he right-handed. Yeah. Yeah. He is right-handed. Yeah. Yeah, Him and him and Manny. And uh, they're, they're like the two that are known for the right and more contemporary times. Yeah. Like, that's that's interesting that you bring that up though because so all the beautiful swings that we've seen even in today's league i mean i saw the home run derby and i think um i think soto had a beautiful swing is he left-handed yeah one soto is left yeah so that's what i'm saying all the beautiful swings it looks like are left-handed why is that i go on i don't i don't know why that is like i have a theory and i think it's because that people are so used like so many players are right-handed and you're used to guys being good at right-handed it just looks more natural the more and plus Mm. there are just so many different variations of that right-handed swing uh but i I mean yeah i don't i don't don't know maybe it's maybe it's just because they're 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 better i don't know so you guys want to hear something about me so basically i throw right but i bat left Okay. Don't know why. I've always I've done it since I was like three, and so I don't know what my swing looks like. I don't think it looks cute, but at the same time, <laughs> I know that's, that I bat left. <laughs> that's a great point. Both my girls, they're they're ten and eight. They mm-hmm. both throw right. They swing left, and I love watching their swing. My ten year old is like, she's so tall, and she gets in the box and she looks the part. Yeah. The swing. Even when she's striking out, it looks pretty sweet. Yeah. The swing so nice. And I think there's something to what uh, Patty said. There, there aren't as many, right? I think it's like 30 to 35% of the world or the U.S. or whatever is left-handed. So there aren't as many. I will say this, though, about one specific left-handed hitter, and it doesn't matter how good of a player he is. Freddie, Freddie Freeman has the ugliest swing in baseball. Yes. <laughs> well, it's, it is you know, so you know ugly. He does that thing like where people are trying to be cheeky when they're playing golf or they hold the club above their head and then like yeah. arm swing it down. He looks yes. like he's arm swinging the whole time, <laughs> but he just breaks. It's crazy. I don't, it doesn't make sense, but he gets it done. So guys, it's this I'm gonna... huge uppercut looking swing. There we go. 
So I'm going to stop you guys right there. We're going to start our first hall brawl. Cutthroat Podcast Fantasy Hall Brawl. That I have for you guys. I'm going to go back to the steroid era real quick because, like I said, I love me. I love me some Royal Out Freaks. If everybody knows me, wrestling's my shit. All the motherfuckers are on steroids still. So there we at go. The same, at the same time, I got one for you. Big Mac versus Jose Canseco. Hall Brawl. And let me explain that to you, Brian. Um, okay. If you don't know what a Hall Brawl is, it's basically, if you think about football, an Oklahoma drill. You know, okay. So, yep. But but they're gonna stand on opposite sides, and there's gonna be like a little plexiglass, like little hallway that they run through, and the winner has to basically run over the mother, you know, truck them, truck right. them motherfuckers to the other side and ring a bell. So, who do you got? And uh, Jose oh, me, Canseco Big and Big Mac. You got Big Mac. I got Big Mac, dude. He's like a D and. Ready to roll. Canseco's like an outside linebacker, dude. Max taking him out. Mm, okay, okay. So who you got, Mysterio? Yeah, so I see what you're saying. You know, Mark McGuire, he's definitely on the – right around the, you know, Giancarlo Stanton size. And that's a yes. big dude. That is a big dude. But <laughs> Jose Canseco is not small by any means. And Agreed. one thing – coming to mind is he took a baseball off the dome at around 400 feet back and like was totally cool afterwards <laughs> so i think he's got a chin on him i might go with jose canseco see uh. see the stereo the he can never get that right i can't i can't get it right i do it every time i'm leaking confidence but Mysterio, the reason that you think Canseco has a chin on him is the exact reason that I'm going with Big Mac. Mm. I can't take a person in a hall brawl after I watched him take a baseball to the dome on like one that really shouldn't have hit him in the head. I hate, yeah, and I hate that that's really all I think about. Either of the Canseco brothers, but like that really is. It's because of the Levitar show. So, you know what? It's settled. It's settled. So, I guess we got Big Mac winning two to one in this hall brawl. So, we're going to move on a little bit. We're going to go to the second question of the day that I have for you guys. We're going to start off with you, Brian, and then we're going to go with the Mysterio, then Patty again. First half MVPs. Why and who? I mean, I'm going to be cliche here again. I mean, Otani in the AL, of course. I mean, 33 bombs. Mm. You know, an ERA, what, about three on the mound? 12 mm. Ks per nine. I mean, mm. other than that first inning in the Bronx the other night when I was watching with my girls, like, check out Otani. <laughs> he doesn't even get out of the first. or like, Daddy sucks. I'm like, no, he's actually pretty good. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I promise he throws 102 and has <laughs> on his balls just i promise <laughs> right they're like daddy hasn't thrown a strike in 18 pitches like shit but hold on did you see that all right so like i said i don't follow i don't follow baseball but i follow sports there obviously did you see that moonshot right. in seattle oh my word 
Jesus. The two fans sitting in the upper deck and they just turn and look. Nosebleeds. <laughs> wow. I mean, you- if any ball was a moonshot like the descriptor, then that was that one. Oh my God, dude. Okay. He's unbelievable. Six four with that power. So, yeah, to me, Otani in the AO and then Tatis in the NO. I mean, he's missed 16 games, still leads in stolen bases. He's, you know, OPS in about 1,000, 28 bombs. So, I mean, and plus, you add everything that goes with it, the smile, the marketability. I mean, he's the NO MVP right now. Mm-hmm. So, Mysterio, Mysterio. says <laughs> Mysterio says he's, he's too scared to disparage him on the record, but – Apparently, he feels that Shohei Itani walks a lot of guys, and I know I'm betraying a, a lot of confidence right here, but <laughs> Mysterio, I mean, you have no idea what the hell you're talking about. Keep my name out your mouth. I did not say anything like that. Okay, first and foremost, guys, <laughs> this is this is not going to be a regular episode of Cutthroat. We're not all going to agree. I want this. I want this to be anarchy. I want this to be a first take go at it well, so, so the thing is, is if you don't agree you don't fucking agree just tell us why yeah, dog. just just, just well, and so here's the that. thing is shohei otani is the man and also my al mvp and with all this like whatever you want to talk about it with Stephen a making comments as he did i don't yeah. know i don't want to yeah. say anything negative about that man i want him to flourish because he is that good Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, I know, but like, and, the take you know what? Walking a lot okay, of guys. I'm already here as bad. a pitcher. He does walk a lot of people. Okay. <laughs> That's okay. So, so I, um, so who's your NL real quick? And then I forgot to ask, uh, who's your guys' Cy Youngs for both sides? Oh man. Okay, I, I haven't really thought. I guess Zach Wheeler probably for the National League. He's slaying right now for the Phillies. My NL MVP though early season, even though he's not playing his second half of the year. Acuna Jr., man. That dude was balling He was beasting, huh? And yep. tore his shit. Yeah. I would say that was a football injury. I, they didn't even show, like, how it happened. Oh. I just saw him on the on the floor crying. So, I'm yeah. like, damn. Yeah, I, I think, think he, he was going into the wall. Wrong, no? I've seen I, know, I never even saw the clip. Running, I yes. just saw the, the headline. Yeah, that yeah, same with me. That's what I'm just like, I don't know what happened, but I mean, as a Braves fan, how do you feel about the rest of your season, Mysterio? Uh, I mean, <laughs> I mean they're think, at four, they're at 500 well, right now. Well, well, do you think that Freddie Freeman's ugly ass swing can carry the Braves? <laughs> no, 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 I don't. Um, it's gonna take like Ian Anderson to get his shit together and a lot more. I think they'll make the playoffs. I don't. What, the Marlins? No, the Marlins aren't gonna jump us or anything. Um, yeah, but only one team in that division is making it into the playoffs, and you think you you think you have the Mets even without Acuna Jr. Mm. Yeah, the Mets always fall apart. I mean, they they do, but they're supposed to get Carlos Carrasco back pretty soon, as well as Thor. Like they're supposed to beef up the back end of their pitching. Who the fuck he is, is Thor? Not, you think Noah Syndergaard's playing again uh-huh. this year? I think he's got. Dude, they're gonna they're putting him down all year. There's no way, and especially if that race like they're gonna go under 500 and and he's officially rehabbing for the rest of the year. So no one's talking about the Phillies. Yeah, well, no, 
I also don't understand that <laughs> Zach Wheeler pick for NL for NL Cy Young. Like, well, he's he's balling out. I think he's like seven and two or something. Zach Wheeler's six and five with the two two six ERA, with which albeit is amazing. He has one hundred and forty five strikeouts on the year, but Jacob Degrom has a seven and two record with a one hundred eight ERA and one hundred and forty six mm. strikeouts. Kevin Guzman has a nine and three record with a one seventy three ERA and fifteen. facts. Like, Brian, Brian, who you got for NL Cy Young? Oh, DeGrom, all day. Dude's a witch. Exactly. <laughs> NL Cy Young has to be DeGrom. I think you could give the NL Cy Young to, like, honestly, you could give the NL MVP to DeGrom. Mm. I wouldn't argue with that. But, mm. it's, but my take for NL MVP is actually Nicholas Castellanos. I think the fact that he had, like, I think that him and Jesse Winker, like, are saving the Red season. Like, it is the only. Re- <laughs> The Reds' bullpen is so bad. It's so bad. And him and Jesse Winker are like, it feels like, um, I I don't think any of y'all have seen the movie 61 with the asterisks by Billy Crystal. It's about the, uh, it's about the home run derby or home run race between Roger Maris and Mickey Mantle. By the way, ex Roger Maris, my favorite player of all time. Mm. Um, Okay. Whoa, that sounded Wait. a little spicy. Saying I know. Me on these questions. I I did. I did not give you guys the order. Didn't I give you guys the order? That ain't my fault. My bad. All right. I'll make sure to get Patty in there. No, no I just think I just, red. I just no. I just think that I was like, wait a minute. I didn't. I just realized I didn't give that take earlier. Wait. That's true. That's true. Need to slide that in there. But but to me, it, it gives me it gives me the feel of Roger Maris and Mickey Mantle right there. The, Mickey Mantle was arguably the best player in baseball, and Roger Maris won one of his two MVPs uh in like in the lineup batting next to him they were like partners in the outfield and i mean granted they do play different outfield like right and left field and it's not center and right field but it's still kind of the same concept so like i really like i actually i love that like for those guys you know what i noticed right now me and you are both wearing red shirts barrett has a red background brian where's the red at man we you a reds fan i guess okay that's a little red right there okay Hey, there we go. There well, we go. Actually, I thought it was kind of funny that you and me are wearing red, and our guests are both wearing black. That's, that was the obvious one. Yeah. That's what I thought he was gonna do. Yeah. You know what? I've got a red wall, like kinda. It's like look brown. past you. Look oh, past really, you. Look whatever. straight past you. It's a, it's a nice passion fruit. <laughs> A passion fruit. All right. So this brings up another interesting that's not on the docket. Your guys' favorite baseball movies. Now we have uh, 61 with Patty, so we don't forget them. So, Brian and Mysterio, what's your guys' favorite uh, baseball movies? The original Major League. That's, that's uh, number two. I can quote me. that thing back and forth all day long. Uh, yeah, that's a oh, good yeah. one. That is a good one. Mine, and this is going to be cliche as hell, but it is, it is Sandlot. Mm. I love that thing, yep. man. I grew up with it. It came out when I was like five, and me and my friends watched it every year. See, and I've never up. been a big Sandlot guy. Like, I think it, I think it was like one of those overrated movies from the '90s. But at the same time, I'm so in the minority. Every time I bring this up at a bar, I almost get punched in the face. So <laughs> that's because you never played ball, man. Not like that. I did. All right, you guys want to know why I stopped playing playing baseball? Believe it or what? not, I was actually the biggest kid when I was um <laughs> when I was in when I was like seven and nine. 
seven, eight, and nine. These motherfuckers would always hit me in the back with the baseball. I was a good fielder and I was good, like, you know, pitcher and everything. But when it came to batting, they scared the living shit out of me, dude. So I kept on closing my eyes. So I struck out or I would hit a double. No in-betweens because I kept on closing my eyes. And they're like, they told my mom, you need to tell him to keep his eyes open and get his confidence and stuff like that. And I'm just like, mom, they keep on hating me. So what, the last time I played, I'm like, okay, I'm going to keep my eyes open. 3-2 was the count. This motherfucker going to be me in the fucking shoulder right, right here. <laughs> fucking walked off, ran to the car, never went back to playing baseball. What a career ending injury. <laughs> so um, I actually, I used to get hit a lot. Like my first couple of year, year of kid pitch. I feel like a lot of kids because nobody has accuracy, but mm-hmm. like I legitimately would get hit multiple times every game. Like my first, <laughs> I did too, my first, yeah. my first fall. I, yeah. But you said you were one of the biggest kids. I wasn't even like remotely average like height mm. until my sophomore year of high school. Like I was a short kid the like my entire life. And <laughs> they would still find a way to just drill me out of like all the time. How you think hey, I think you're I white? still have some score books in the basement. I'm gonna look them up, see if I can't find your your stat lines. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, that'd be awesome. <laughs> That's tomorrow's project. I'm gonna tomorrow's- find them. There we Sweet. go. There we go. I think uh, I think they beaned me because I was black, man. But at the same time, me too. <laughs> it's but racial. It's it was all racial in West Covina, man. Fuck them. <laughs> all right. I think so, they just did it because they didn't like my dad. But that's getting a little bit too real. Ooh. Oh. oh no no no! Like the like just the parents like just really did not like. Oh my yeah. Dad. Like like around the league, and so that's why we left and started the Clippers. Your, your dad was your dad was known at the baseball fields, huh? Yeah, he, I think he was actually the president of the league one year, or mm, vice president so. or something. I don't know. I just that's how I met him. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yep. All right. So, what was your dad's nickname when he was like the president? Did they call him like Big Cheese or like, I don't know? I was crazy like, like that. bro, I was like eight. <laughs> I wasn't paying attention i don't know they probably called him a whole bunch of shit behind his back <laughs> that i probably could have heard all the kids are all the parents bean him, <laughs> bean him. that that's kenny's kid bean him <laughs> all right so my third question for you guys uh baseball viewership so i've noticed this 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 whole conversation came to me because one day I got drunk and went on Instagram and I started looking at um, Trout on Instagram. Then that led me to another player that led me to another player that automatically led me all the way to some people on Minnesota twins. I don't know how I got there. I fell into a rabbit hole, but I noticed that if you look at basketball followers and football followers, they're never our baseball followers are not as big. If Trout is basically the LeBron James of baseball, he only has a million followers on Instagram. So that leads me to the question, baseball viewership, does baseball, do, does, do they do the best job marketing the game or the players? Or do they do a good job at marketing at all? And Brian, let's start with you, Mysterio, and then Patty Cakes. 
Well, in my opinion, as being, you know, 43, so I'm a little bit older, like I'm in that in-between, right? There's a lot yeah. of people that always love to say baseball is an old person sport, mm-hmm. right? At least the followers. Yeah. Well, having coached, you know, you know, Patty, you know, my son and everything, and then just being a baseball junkie myself, I'd have to say the powers that be do not do a good job at marketing. I'd say whatever followers that are, you know, for Trout or the individual guys, that is strictly on how good they are. So can you imagine if MLB did a good job, it'd be through the roof. I mean, you look at what the NBA does. I'm not even an NBA guy, and I still know enough just from, you know, being around the news. But in my opinion, you know, I mean, it starts from the top. Manfred down, their archaic rules when it comes to MLB.tv, you know, the blackout rules. I mean, that shit drives me crazy. I mean, I'm lucky because I'm in the Reds viewing. I mean, I get all their games. Mm-hmm. I couldn't imagine being out of the, the, Dodgers. You know, the area. Dude, no, yeah. okay, so you want to hear some fucked up shit in Jacksonville? <laughs> Jacksonville? You don't get anything. Sometimes you will get oh. Tampa Bay games, sometimes. But as a Red Sox fan, fuck Tampa Bay. <laughs> fuck David Price. Yeah, no, that blackout rule, that is the stupidest thing that they could have done. And they did that to secure their contracts with the networks. But, like, because in baseball, it's all about the local markets. Right. That's, that is what it's all about. And, like, so they did this, which completely solidified – there's only going to be one place where this is going to be coming from. But, like, why can't I watch a goddamn Braves game in Jacksonville? I'm with you. Or it's a Marlins game. TBS, right? No, right. come on, TBS anymore? One day a week on uh, Sunday night? Yeah. yeah. Well, what's the, the – game of the week? I mean, that, okay. it's the same thing in L.A. I mean, if you don't have um, Spectrum Sports, you can't watch any of the Dodger games. And Angels – there's there's not that many Angels fans that I know, so I don't even know if they are watching those goddamn games. I mean, Angel- up until last month, I don't know why you would want to watch an Angels game. <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> no, nah, it's it's strictly Dodgers over here. But at the same time, what is baseball's official partner? Because you know NBA is officially partnered with Kia, and I think football. Shit, they got hella partners. Like, you know, I mean, like, so they, what is they, baseball's they have, official? Tons of, like, official sponsors, whether it be. Rawlings, yeah. Um, well, Gatorade was all over the All-Star yeah. weekend. I mean, that yeah, shit was. Gatorade, T-Mobile. Yeah, it was everywhere. T-Mobile. Yeah, T-Mobile. That's the T-Mobile. other big one. T-Mobile. Yeah. T-Mobile. Every freaking way. Okay. But, so. so Go on, Patty. I, I got you right here. So. The 2021 NBA All-Star Game with the slam dunk contest at halftime. Like, so all of that. So the All-Star Game at halftime plus the slam dunk contest had it had a viewership of 5.9 million TV viewers. The 2021 All-Star Derby had 7.12 million TV viewers. So, baseball- But do you think that that's because of Otani? Do you think that's because of like Japanese um, viewership and I, th- I you know, international Dominican Republic and stuff I, like I that? I think that baseball has baseball did a, an excellent job promoting the All Star Game. They did an Great. excellent job promoting Fernando Tatis coming into the season. Uh-huh, yeah, when they, they realized that Shohei Itani was going to be doing what? Uh, <laughs> Hi, Barb. <laughs> There's Petey. Get her on the pod. Hi. 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 <laughs> Where was I? 
You were uh, you were talking about oh yeah oh yeah so Tatis so they were they so Major League Baseball has done a terrible job over the past I don't know since honestly since steroid the steroid era ended at marketing their players because when that era ended they had this giant influx of talent with guys like Jeter and A Rod and Griffey and I mean I know those guys still played through it but when that era ended they were still there to carry the game and then once though all of those guys were gone there's just there just hasn't been an influx of just amazing talent like we're seeing right now with with Vladdy Jr. with Boba Shett with Fernando Tatis Jr. with Shohei Itani with Juan Soto Ronald Cunha Jr. and then the list goes on you can even throw Bryce Harper and Mike Trout in there because I honestly I would argue that this new era of baseball started when once those guys really got to the league. Yeah, and mm. they were two people who went, um, I believe they got drafted out of high school, both of them, mm-hmm. in consecutive years from each other. And yeah. then Mookie Betts was one or two years after them. And I think those are the three names that people associate with stardom right I, now. I just like the goddamn name Mookie. It's a great name. Fun is that he's like it's a fun name to say. Mookie than the other two. Yeah, three names. Fun, fun. uh, Mookie Betts connection though. One of my coaches for the team I played for down here after the Clippers um, was actually Mookie Betts' roommate in the minors, and uh, like, and he claims to be uh, best friends with him. His name's Kendrick Perkins. He was in the Red Sox organization for years. Kendrick Perkins, not that Kendrick Perkins. (laughs) That's get actually his Twitter ad. Get him on the pod. I'll, I'll, I'll see if I can get him on the pod. There we go. Mookie if Mookie's not on the pod. I, I don't know if I can get I don't know that if that could happen. But like, Wait, hold on. Good. Hold on. You said that you had a story to tell us about one Baker Mayfield. So what the fuck is up? Yeah, so I have an internship with a, a company or like a, a company – it's an Instagram account called Angry Browns Fans. Um, Brian, you might be a little bit aware of them. I don't know how much you follow like Instagram or whatever, but there's an Instagram account called Angry Browns Fans. They post like memes and stuff like that. Yes. They have, um, they also have a podcast called the Dogs of War podcast. And on the Dogs of War podcast, they consistently get Emily Mayfield, which happens to be Baker Mayfield's uh, wife. And Baker Mayfield often makes a lot of appearances. They've done stuff with Baker Mayfield. Like uh, there was a guy who had uh, late stage cancer and they got to get and Baker Mayfield flew him out because of that Instagram account and that thing uh, to the to I think the game 17 week 17 against the Steelers. Um, And then an internship um, directly underneath the guy who runs the uh, Angry Bounce fans account. Yeah. Sweet. So you might hear Baker Mayfield talk yeah. to other people. Yeah, I know. That'd be really cool. And that just be really quiet, cool. like really far away. Yeah. Okay. Cool. <laughs> Pull them strings, but Patty. Still, but still, it, yeah. That's what I'm saying. It's all about networking. That's what I went to school for, baby. All right. So yeah. the second or the, the next question. Let's switch it up. Let's do Mysterio first. And then let's do Brian, then we'll do Patty, because this is what started this whole pod. Is Tatis the Patty Mahomes of baseball? And if he's not, give it to me. Who is? Go on. I want you to go on the rant, Mysterio. Yeah. 
okay, so you're want you're wanting a rant here, and the thing that's gonna hold me back is finding a comp for Pat Mahomes is just like like maybe Juan Soto because he's got the he's got the jewelry to boot. Um that is that's the only comp that I can think of. But even still, like so it's hard. That, comparing football and baseball is weird because anybody can get hot. Like Chris Bryant looked like he was gonna be that is true. The next what, greatest where, thing. where is he? I haven't exactly. heard of that dude in forever. I mean, he's still really good. Don't get it wrong. He's just but, playing every position for the Cubs this year. Oh, yeah, yep. right. They've got. Literally. I see they've yeah. got him in the like left field. Yeah, what? he wants. He said his favorite position to play right now is center field. All right, which, third, which is crazy when you let, when you say it out yeah, loud. I'm a third baseman, but my favorite position to play is center field. Professional. I was about yeah. to say. So last time I like really watched the Cubs was that 2016 magical season, right? And he was in third base. Oh. So I was like, "What do you mean he was a?" Uh... <laughs> But anyways, go on with your rant, my man. So you said, <laughs> but my thing is more on not just comparing, like, I'm just talking about, I guess, trajectory. You see how, and meeting the hype. That's yeah. more of like what I mean by Patty Mahomes. Uh, basically. Yeah. And so here's, here's the, here's the big comp that he's got going for him that Patrick also got. And that's a, a video game cover that this man on like 70 games of work, got MLB's, uh, the show's new cover for, for 2K, or for, not for 2K, for 21, for the show 21. Yeah, so that is a huge bar to set. And I am a huge proprietor of Let's Pump the Brakes. Longevity is an important discussion, especially in baseball. And as far as halfway through another season to combine maybe a full seasons of work, well, not even. He is definitely keeping up with the hype. I can assure you that. He's, yeah, he is outstanding. And uh, just. So so is he changing your, are you having a change of heart right here? <laughs> See, I was trying to not have this off-air conversation come on air. Oh, it was coming, dude. We're here, we're here <laughs> for the audience. About six weeks ago. Can we call can we call it that? Yeah, yeah, we'll call it six weeks ago, give or take. Yeah, yeah. So, Patty and I start having a discussion about it was like best middle infielders, or it might have been shortstop specifically under twenty four or whatever. And I was in Team Bo Bichette, and he was on Tatis Jr. and like whatever this whole last month has kind of changed my mind about that a little yeah. bit but, but at the time Boba Shett was hitting like 400 or something nuts like that and Tatis was and Tatis was really struggling at the beginning of the year and then he was not struggling he had 17 home runs he was not struggling <laughs> they were both having really great years <laughs> and then out of nowhere Tatis started like really putting some pop under it and i think he's sitting now at, at 25 dingers or something going into uh, 28 yeah 28 28 yeah yeah can we talk about uh the polar bear and the show that he put on in uh pete alonzo put on in the home run derby have you oh. heard um so i don't know if the other two people are levitard fans here but i know patrick is did you hear the stat of the day no, I actually haven't listened to Tuesday's episode yet. 
So, guys, get this. Pete Alonso, he he was a rookie in 2019. Yeah. He is on a very friendly contract right now and has only made $1.5 million under salary. The mm-hmm. bonuses that he's made from winning back-to-back home run derbies is over two. <laughs> he got more money when the derby. Yeah, literally yeah. him he's winning the yeah. derbies now, and he's won more money doing that. Yeah, that's, that's why you see him in the zone. He's like, I'm about my money, boss. Like, yeah, <laughs> feel it. He's oh. locking that down. Oh my gosh, yeah. and he was so intense in like the interviews and stuff that they were giving him. He was like. Oh no, me and my girlfriend come up here all the time. Like uh, yeah, in, in Colorado. Colorado, yeah, we go hiking and stuff. I'm used to it. Fly fishing, and it just goes yeah. and hits another forty home runs. Yeah, <laughs> while listening to Nas. Yeah, right, and Rob D. Yeah, yeah. I was like, <laughs> he was he was dancing. <laughs> he was dancing when while, someone like, got hurt. When, when the kids got hurt, carried off the field. That's like the worst optics ever, but you know he has no idea that that kid yeah. is hurt. Well, to, no, to add on to that, not only did that kid like blow his ACO, he also you know was beating a cancer survivor and Trey Mancini. So they said yeah. Alonzo has zero gives zero Fs. <laughs> but an- another person who hits home runs at awful timing, my pick for NL MVP, Nicholas oh, Castellanos. I saw that on Twitter, dude. Twice? He's had it happen to him twice. No, his three. first ever it home like run. It, it's yeah. it's happened three times. His yeah. first ever his first career home run was on the anniversary of 9-11. Yeah. Uh, during the <laughs> during the Brenneman broadcast. And yeah. then most recently that Kansas broadcast. I'm yeah, Vince Foley. A eulogy. You got to give a eulogy while the pitcher's warming up, dog. You're <laughs> fucking up as an announcer. If you're going right. to give a eulogy in an inning. It was the worst it, one ever. Like, there's plenty of time when you're on before the first pitch. Ugh. I don't know who I saw that from, but someone retweeted that, and I saw that, and I'm like, damn, four times? Four times. And it was like Vince Scully was saying his goodbyes. Like, that was the last time. And it was like, I'm like, damn, dude. Cassianos was hitting bombs. I mean, just like, what a a menace to society. That's Uh, that's what his nickname should be. But Patty and Brian, um, Patty Mahomes, Tatis, what up? Or no? Man, well... The more as, as I sat here when we were talking, you guys were talking about it, I keep thinking, and I think Mysterio had a great point. Football and baseball are just so different. There's just so many games, right? You know, football, you have the buildup each week to the one game, to the yeah, one game. So, I mean, it makes it really hard. I mean, I guess, I mean, if you just want to go without d- diving, you know, deeper, I mean, it's easy to say, yeah, Tatis, right? Cover the show. You know, he speak. you know, that's, you know, he actually can do his interviews in English, you know, unlike Otani, who still use the, the interpreter. So I think, you know, a lot of people don't gravitate towards that quite yet. Mm-hmm. You know, Tatis got that big smile. You know, they had that, you know, story of him with Freddie Freeman's son over the weekend. That was a big one that I saw all over uh, Twitter today. Mm-hmm. Just, you know, how open he is. So, I mean, I guess that's the easy answer. I mean, I would say, yeah, but it's just, it's different. Yeah, I, that's, I understand that. Yeah. And then... Yeah, yeah, I mean, so that's true. 
I think I mean that, every year, right? That's a good point. Yeah, every year it could be somebody different. Mm-hmm. Juan Soto, when the Nats made their run in nineteen, you know, yeah. last year with the you know the shortened season, you know, Mookie, you know, killing it for LA. You know, the Dodgers winning the World Series. I mean, that's true. Yeah, for, for those that uh, did, that are listening on the podcast, Mysterio typed in the chat that Chris Bryant was a uh, was a was Mahomes Boy, for a year. Stop reading. And what I'm typing in this chat. This is a safe place. Yes, my point was that Chris Bryant was Mahomes for a year is what I was No, 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 no. Dressed, Patty. Patty keeps the trust tree. Patty keeps on fucking up. It's an audio only media form. And I'm talking don't to you see guys the chat. in a private chat <laughs> that I agree with Coach Brian here. Isn't, uh, isn't, what, isn't, well, no, 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 but I... This is the second time Patty's done that. Yeah, it is, but I feel like this is this one's not that bad. <laughs> Special edition, Cutthroat <laughs> Podcast. There's no whole bar, though. All right, no but my... Bar. But but my point in bringing that up is that I agree with the point that Mysterio and Brian are making in that there can be multiple superstars like that. There can be an Alex Rodriguez and a Ken Griffey Jr. existing on the same team. Like, like that can happen in baseball where you can have like multiple superstars but don't even play every day. You could have like like the like the Mets do. They have Jacob Degrom, an absolute superstar, only plays once every five days. Like that mm-hmm. is, I mean, it's it's a huge huge thing. Like Very I think that true. multiple people can be that version, and it's it's okay if it's Tatis one year and Shohei Itani next year, or Tatis coming into this season and Shohei the rest of the way. And I, I think, think it was supposed to be Rendor actually. <laughs> Or uh, yeah, at the beginning of this year, that's who they were trying to market. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, and um, uh, I, 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 the Dolans, I don't like like them a lot, but they made a good move there. <laughs> as hard as that is to admit, that was when. Have, when has anyone ever said that? Yeah, right. <laughs> that is the first time. Well, no, no, no. I, I'll say this: they have made two excellent trades over the course of the last couple of seasons. That was the Trevor Bauer trade. And the Francisco Lindor trade, mm. uh, the Trevor Bauer trade, obviously for yeah. uh, circumstances surrounding him currently. Exactly. In, in LA, it's like a big old thing out here. So, okay. Oh. No. So the funny thing is, is Mr. Mysterio had the best take about all of this. He said every year you can argue that somebody is that Patty because Chris Bryant and yeah, Lindor. Yeah. Like yeah. I remember yeah. at the beginning of the season, a person that doesn't watch baseball, I saw a lot of Lindor coming up. Going and then all of a sudden, and then all of a sudden, I don't know what happened. And I just started seeing a lot of Tatis, like a shitload of Tatis. So I'm like, who is this guy? And then they did like a, a documentary, a short, like, I think 360 on ESPN on Tatis. And I watched that. I'm like, dude, this dude's going to be the future. But then I remember like Barrett said, or like Mysterio says, we said that about Chris Bryant, you know, like he had his own express, I think, um, endorsement, like right after the World Series. And yeah, haven't heard from the dude since. This is the first time I'm hearing his name in like the last three years. So I wonder I how much another shout out just while we're sitting here talking about the Padres a little bit. Mm-hmm. Shout out to them 
doing what nobody thought they were going to do when they signed Manny Machado. Yeah. Yeah. yeah nobody yeah. thought that the Padres were going to be contenders, but they knew who they had coming up. And then, you know, Blake Snell can still turn it around, but for them to go out and get someone like Snell too, and, 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 Darvish. Like, and Darvish, yep. Yeah. And, and, oh, and, oh, oh yeah. How can I forget? Well, 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 no, 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 but, <laughs> but also they went and traded for Mike Clevenger who's out for this year. And I think next year, like, honestly, I think that this might not, even if it's, even if this is the Padres year, I think they're set up for success for the next probably six years because of yep. that pitching staff and because of that left side of the infield. Well, look, I mean, that, that's a great point. And then a very underrated signing was when they brought in Hosmer, yes. World Series champ in Kansas City, you know, a professional's professional, you know, somebody because, you know, Machado is not a leader, no. you know, so you need somebody like Hosmer over there, you know, and then like you already mentioned, you bring in the pitching and, you know, they're set up. They so this... brought in Hosmer, man, and actually that was I, – I, in my notes, which I had lost, <laughs> that was the first point that I have on my San Diego shout-out because it's like they signed Manny Machado to that deal. It's like, okay, whatever. And then they actually bring in someone else who can hit. Granted, he was getting older and was – they got him for a good deal for a reason, but it's like, okay, bring in somebody who's got like a body of work now. Okay, we got – we got a little three, four in the lineup. What else is going to happen? Okay. Now we got an MVP possibility. Yep. And so this brings me to my next hall brawl has nothing to do with anybody that you guys are talking about right now. Uh oh. <laughs> We're going to do the families right now. Cause you know, Brian's a family man, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, he is. so we are going to do, which you, I'll let you guys decide. I wanted to do the Griffies versus the Bonds without the steroids. Bonds. Uh oh. Well, without the, without the steroids, I feel like. Or we changes. could do the. Well, I actually, I, well, if without the steroids, that makes it interesting. I think. Yeah. Do you want to do yeah. that one? We could do Griff the Griffies versus the Bonds pre steroids. Barry was a giant before the steroids. I don't exactly. know. Yeah, but so who you got? was pretty big too. Who you got? Um, I'm See, going... I guess I guess I'm not really thinking about senior as being able to keep up. If if you're saying that senior can take out Barry, then well, man, this might be going to the Griffins. Well, <laughs> well, my my thing is, I think that uh, junior might take out Barry, but I think like you know you you got a senior is still pretty big. Like I, I think, think right. Like, like hey, Bobby could take out Griffey yeah. Senior. He's a big dude. I don't know. It, this is actually a pretty tough one. That's a good one. Yeah. You're welcome. So what's the context? You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. So X, what's the context? The scene. What's happening? How did they get into the the double hall brawl together? How the house put them in? Oh, dude, I'm not Chris. What the All fuck? Right, I got you. Uh, yeah, no, like, come on, dude. This is a special edition. I was just going to say they met at a bar, dude. They met at a bar. They don't like each other. <laughs> met at a bar. We all just walked in and saw, oh, shit. And, you know, like somebody stepped on somebody's shoes. And then bada bing, bada boom. It's Brian, 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 goes, Brian goes to his truck and he gets out the hall brawl, like, you know, plexiglass. Yep. We set it up and we say, what's up, y'all? And stepped, then, he stepped on the swing mans. You can't do that. You, can, you sure can't. <laughs> hey, and that's, hey and that's if, there, if, there, 
coming correct with a hall brawl to go in their truck, then they win. <laughs> yeah. And Brian if, if has the hall brawl in his truck. If you're prepared Brian for this, <laughs> if you're coming to a bar ready for a hall brawl, like with the equipment, you're probably going to win. Like, I, I, I'm going to bet on you. <laughs> All right. I got a fantasy hall brawl for y'all. Going back. Okay. To guys that are probably in the wrong sport, <laughs> give it to me, Giancarlo Stanton and mm. Aaron Judge. Mm. So Ew. one Where's... one is six seven two eighty in Aaron Judge, and I believe Stanton is six five about two sixty. I think that's. That's what I had written down. Yeah, so, yeah. Do all right. all right, and Judge I, I, I is younger, go right? I want to go Judge, last, right? Yeah. Judge, is, Judge younger. is younger, but they both have an injury history. They sure do. Both Yo, of them bro. do. And so I figured what was happening was because both of these guys are new to the challenge. They're both rookies. Uh-huh. The vets are not trying to have both of these guys here long term. Okay. So let's put them up against each other as much as possible. This okay. Is, yeah, so – that's how we've gotten this hall brawl going today. Judge lost the challenge, so he was automatically in, and they mm. saw the opportunity to put in the other guy. Okay. Uh, let me go first, then, since you guys probably know way more than my ass does. But just <laughs> judging on me knowing them and one of my good friends that was supposed to be on this pod, you know, the Yankee fan, <laughs> he would have probably – he would love this shit. So – Ah, I think I'm going to have to go with the young buck, though. I always go with the young buck. I'm going to have to go with Judge um, only because I think he got I think I think I've seen I mean, if I'm looking at I'm a I'm a I'm a I'm a thigh person. So I have to look at the thighs and see what what you're bringing to the hall brawl with, uh, you know, because this is ultimately a football kind of technique. So I need to see who's getting lower. And I think Judge is getting lower because of. uh so can I tell Stanton's you one? Can I history. tell you one thing that, that might change your mind? What? Stanton actually played football. I mean, he looked. I mean, he's huge, dude. Judge did not. Stanton actually played football. Ah, yep. Okay. I yep. mean, so you have to kind of goes, and that was actually my deciding factor as yeah. to why I was going to take him. You kind of have to go with him then. You shouldn't have told me that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna have to go with I'm gonna have to go with Stanton then I guess but I mean it's gonna be a fun one I think it's gonna go to the to the wire though I think it's gonna be one one and then Absolutely. ultimately I think Stanton is gonna you know get them thighs you know trucking and stuff so what you got Brian I'm gonna go with Judge simply mm. on being younger mm-hmm. he still plays the field every day whereas Stanton is rocking the DH. So to me, that shows even with the injury history that they trust Judge moving around out there a lot more than Stan. So I'm going to go with Judge trucking him and ringing that bell. There we go. Yeah, I think think I'm going to go with Judge as well on that one. I think that Giancarlo, while they both have injury history, I feel like Stanton is is like – dr glass from like I, I feel like he's like i just feel like he's dr glass and every time he steps onto the field like his bones just break so i'm going with Stanton in, in this or not Stanton judge i'm going with judge in this for sure yeah he is the just just a side note 
we've already discussed Lindor and now Stanton. They're two big pieces of my money fantasy team, which is why I'm in last place. And I'm pretty much just throwing my money away. Just letting you know. Oh, no. Bearer, how's your fantasy team doing? Fire sale. I bet you could actually get something decent for Judge. Yeah, then, I bet, and then I throw bet Lindor in there. For one for Judge. Oh, no, I have Stanton. I don't have Judge. Oh. 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 <laughs> Nobody's <laughs> trading for Stanton. <laughs> yeah, no, no. <laughs> Wait, Mysterio, what is your what is your fantasy team looking like? Well, now that Acuna Jr.'s down, not oh. nearly as good. Um, I just recently made a trade though for Chris Bryant. So oh, the guy you know, in the reoccurring, reoccurring themes tonight. <laughs> um, so and and because of this year and how they're moving him around, I can play him in the outfield slots. So hmm. that I've got I've got that going for me a little bit, but that's not the same. Fantasy baseball, um, the back half isn't looking so bright without Acuna. <laughs> Patty, what about you? You got you got a uh, team? I, or? I actually don't have a team. I uh, I, I don't think I didn't think I'd have enough. Uh, like even like keeping, I didn't think it'd be fair to the other people actually because of how much I have to keep up with baseball, putting out two eighty-minute podcasts a week for GSF. That's true. That's true. That's true. I know a lot. All right. So speaking of all this fantasy talk, this leads us into one of our, our penultimate question, building a team. This is Patty's question. You, you get one player to start off your franchise. And if you choose a Tawny, he can only choose, or he can only play one position. That's bullshit. bullshit. (laughs) Talk to Patty. Talk to Patty. No, because (laughs) no, I know because otherwise I don't want to include him because then everybody's just going to pick a Tawny because of course you are. He's a two way (laughs) superstar. Well, okay, then this is a bad question. Then then no, Atani, then Atani's out. Atani's out. Then Atani's then. out. If you had, if we to can't pick, decide. Right, then so Atani's he's already out. he's locked up for the next ten years to play in Japan for a billion dollars. Okay? okay, all right, that's the scene. Who are you starting? Okay, your team? okay, okay, fair enough. I think Brian's going with Ruth, right? Are we right. talking about? Oh, are, are we talking no, about current? Talk, or are we talking no, about, about all timers? Okay, then never mind. Players. I don't know what Brian's going to pick. <laughs> you saw him too. He started grabbing the beard and everything. That's right. Like, well, if you want to go down that road. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. So, so Otani's out. So Otani's out. Only current players. Who like? Uh, I'll give every. I'll let everybody like kind of think about this for a second. And um, I'll, I'll go with my pick. So I, okay. I in between, I'm legitimately just because of how much I love J-Ram, but also because I think he's a perennial MVP candidate. A uh, He could play anywhere in the infield. I think that he can, like he has just such a good bat that I, like he is probably my offensive pick if I went with an offensive player even though I obviously there are amazing guys like, like Juan Soto and Acuna Jr. But if I had, I think if I had to pick one person to, to start a team with, I think you have to start it with Jacob deGrom just because of how dominant he is. And if you look at playoff results, if, if you are building a team to win a world series and you look at your playoff results, teams with big, with good starting pitching, and okay bullpens 
with like a with a good closer end up winning that more often than not. It's not the offense that wins it, it's the defense and the pitching that wins that championship. Yep. So that's that's why I'm probably going with DeGrom just because I think he's the best pitcher we've ever seen. Yeah, in a seven game series and like ultimately that's what you're building a team for is you're going to be playing the league best on the other league in a seven game series and yep. having a true ace like a real ace who can start multiple games in that seven game series and come in in relief. Probably that's, that's gotta be where my pick is, but I'm trying to think of someone who's on the younger side, like an Ian Anderson or a six. So maybe, but he's already got a bum elbow. I'm, help, uh, if, help me out with some, with uh, some young, some, some young aces. pitching. Yeah. I mean, you have, well, David I mean, Price. I mean, oh, technically, fuck him, dude. <laughs> I mean, he robbed this man in 2007 Ooh. in the ALCS, and and then you know I guess we won in 2008, so it didn't matter that much until we paid him way too much freaking money to come to Boston, and then. <laughs> He blows it to the Houston fucking Astros. Oh, I, all right. Real talk. Astros fans, I'm coming for you. <laughs> Who I, isn't I, coming for them, dude? No, 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 no. Legitimately. <laughs> I, no, I've lived in Texas for the last eight years. I, oh, was, I, I was rooting for – obviously, I'm a Cleveland, like, Cleveland baseball fan. I was rooting for Cleveland the year before, and then the next year I was like, you know what? I have a lot of friends that are Astros fans. I am going to like root for the Astros and really hope that they win just because I want to see my friends happy just because I didn't get to see it, blah, blah, blah. And then they turned out to be the worst people in the world. Like (laughs) the worst people in the world. Jesus. Like they're, Oh my God. They are the worst winners. They're the worst winners in the world. And now because everybody hates them because they cheated to win a World Series, they think it's us against them and they have that kind of mentality when, like, oh. honestly, I think the only team that should – in any or in any pro-American sports out of the Big Four that should have that kind of, like, us against the world, like, m- like mentality is the Cleveland Browns because of how much hate they get for no damn reason. <laughs> All right, who's up? Who's up next? Is it is it Mysterio or is it Brian? <laughs> what? What are we talking about? I forgot oh, what we were, we're talking about. Starting, <laughs> starting off a franchise. Starting off a franchise. Who you got? Oh, I mean, whatever. A young ace, not David fucking Price. <laughs> oh yeah, I kind of, I kind of snowballed your shit. My bad. Uh, you, you, like honestly though, Mysterio, you could go with like a Jack Lighter who just got drafted by the. Um, uh, whoever got had the second pick. Rangers. No, Rangers. I'm not. Rangers. I'm not picking someone who hasn't seen a day on the hill yet in the actual leagues. Oh, don't do that. Don't do that. What'd you say about Trevor Lawrence and football? Yeah. yeah. Hang on. Don't do that. All right, Brian. <laughs> he on. said that he is top ten quarterback. No. He he, he hasn't he stepped better... on the field. The hypocrisy that he is feeling right now <laughs> he said is a he... bunch of bullshit. 
He's in the that Was that the next podcast? I want to be on that one too. Can we talk some football? I'm down oh, for yeah. that. Oh no, we're, we'll talk football when it comes to the football season for sure. I'm getting you Sweet. on that. Yeah, uh, yeah, yes, yeah. But uh, but don't you dare with that hypocrisy, Mysterio! <laughs> you son of a bitch. Yeah, <laughs> you, you got me pissed because that whole number sixteen bullshit started because of you. It's so. not my fault. It is not my fault that you took all of that super personally. <laughs> I know it was a bit. Like I never do. Like I never fucking do. But I, the number sixteen is a good number, though. How, Brian, oh, we're not, thoughts whoa, on the hold number on. We're not doing this. It, we're not doing Brian, this. Brian, I will kick you from this podcast, <laughs> depending on your answer. <laughs> I've nope. got another fantasy hall brawl to, to keep go, this train moving. Go, How about go, that? Go, because you almost derailed it with that hypocrisy that you said. <laughs> Give, wait, so, before we do, wait, before we do a hall brawl, let's hear Brian's Brian's no, our play. Yeah, Brian, who are you picking? And then we'll get okay. to your hall brawl. You hip, you hypocrite. <laughs> well, it sounds weird because he's hurt, but <laughs> I've always been a huge Mike Trout fan, and I've always said if I was going to start a franchise, I'm building it around Trout. Because everything I've ever heard about him is he, the, what a good guy he is in the dugout, out of the dugout. The talent on the field is undeniable. Power, speed, center field. He's a little bit older than obviously someone you'd want to build the franchise around. But in my opinion, I, I got to throw that out there. I love Trout. Mm-hmm. I mean, okay. I didn't even, I, I totally forgot Trout existed for a second. Exactly. Like, like so I, I'm mad you, that if I you're let hurt, you let Trout is gone. It was like Saquon Barkley when he got hurt. Everyone forgot yeah. about him. Yeah. Bye. Everyone, exactly. Christian so McCaffrey, too. Oh, you know, everyone. Oh. America's favorite white boy. It's a white running back, man. You exactly. got this. The white hope, man. The white hope. I love. Hey, he was on my fantasy. So, I, you know, I more than anybody, I was pissed off about that whole situation. But, yeah. Barrett, what's your, uh, your hall brawl, big dog? So, you know, it's All-Star Week, and Mm -hmm. and Shohan Otani's gotten a lot of love for his bat on this pod. Tatis has gotten a lot of love for his bat on this pod. Mm. But someone who needs to get some love is, man, Vladdy G. Jr. Mm. Man, Vladimir Guerrero is leading the league in almost every single hitting category. It, It is absurd what he's doing right now. Hey, his so, dad was no joke, man. Yeah. Oh, no, dad, uh, oh my God. Yeah, I, I loved I, him. I am. Yep. I'm, I don't remember Expo Vlad. Oh, I, I do. I was not, yeah. That was oh, not I my do. time. Yeah. Yeah. I, I do. Angel, and I hate saying that because I've gone back and seen some of the things, but like people don't talk about his canon. Yeah, that guy's got mm-hmm. cannon. The thing was, he was such an awkward. Like it was just, he was just such an awkward like dude. Like even at the plate, I remember he was awkward. But this is actually actually when I was watching baseball, I used to love him on the Expos, dude. Yeah, like, he had a lot of movement in his. Yeah, a big yeah. thing that they teach. Because like, he was like more like I don't dude, know. It was just he, like he up there. Danced. It was Straight yeah. Up danced. He would stay. Well, he was a bad ball hitter. That's what made him so awesome. He could take mm-hmm. it right off the plate and hit it in the upper deck. No, you could. No, it could be like a. a is that what you mean by like a, a low ball? Yeah, yeah, like right oh, okay, off. Yeah. The shoot top, yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. Yeah, I've seen those. That's why I'm like, dude, this dude is freaking. A, he's a freaking nature. Yes. So, so, so his, his son. So those genetics. Those genetics are in this fantasy hall brawl. Okay. Are we doing a family one or what? Are we doing no, no, no. the Guerreros just, just versus? Straight up, 
No, this is just straight the up first baseman. <laughs> the the first baseman hall brawl between Vlad Guerrero Jr. sitting at off the top of my head, I think it was six three two forty, and the polar back. bear himself, Pete Alonso, sitting at Ooh. like six five two forty. Battle um, of the first basements. Who you got? X? Wait before before I answer this. Was this a boy that went up against um, Soto? That or not Soto? Um, Alon. Wait, who is Pete Alonso? He? The home run dirt. Yeah, the guy. Oh, who, who was the one that he um, went up against that got twenty seven? Uh, that was uh, Trey Mancini. No, no, not wait, Mancini. Oh, no, that was that was uh, Salvador Perez. I'm sorry, Perez. There we Salve, go. Yep, who, yep. Yeah, oh, by the way, I thought I you have, were talking about him. The whole I have time. the okay, actual so. height and weight. So Vlad Guerrero Jr. is uh 6'2", 250, or that's what he's listed as. And Alonzo is listed at 6'3", 245. Oh, both fullbacks. Yeah, that's, that's linebacker. Yeah, that's linebackers. Battle right of the there. first basements. I'm gonna have to go with Guerrero, dude, because I I think he has a speed advantage. I don't, he's got those jeans. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't even think it has anything to do with strength and everything because everything's pretty much dead-ass even. I'm going to have to go with the speed advantage. So I think that he will get closer in the hall brawl to his side as he hits him. And then from there, it's like kind of like a foot race. Like, you know, so I think that he'll Ooh. beat him speed-wise. I like that. that. bad boy. Who you got, Brian? Oh. Oh, that's a good one, pa- uh, Mysterio. Yeah. Coming with the good ones today. I lost you. Let me get back in. Where'd he oh, go? You're here. We're here. Oh, yet. there we go. Yeah, my, my laptop is weird. No, you're fine. Man, to me, it'd be one of those, like like you said, the Oklahoma drill, right? So they're going to hit in the middle, mm-hmm. and it's going to be one of those where it's a stalemate. And I just think that extra little bit, I mean, I don't know, because you said Guerrero's listed at 250 and Alonzo at 245. I got to go Guerrero. I think he'll just be – more centered to the ground. He'll get lower, and he'll get through. It'll be a good battle. He won't mm-hmm. truck him. But I got to go with Vladdy G. Mm-hmm. Patty Cakes? I See, I think I'm going with Pete Alonzo. I think that extra mm, – I, I think okay. that extra little bit of weight, like in little bit of size that he has on Vladdy is going to – like I, I think that you're right, X, and that he's going to – try and use his speed uh, and, and Vladdy Jr. But I think that Pete Alonzo is going to just kind of try and brush him off and just kind of knock Vladdy Jr. kind of like down and over more so than to just try and truck him just completely kind of a thing. Interesting. Okay. Mysterio, who you got, Doug? You brought it up. Well, yeah. And so I don't, I don't really know if we can just say – Vladdy G Jr. is faster. I don't know what you guys are doing over there. But <laughs> yeah, I don't either. But that man, that man I didn't rap for speed. So, so I don't, I don't know what his 60 is. So get this. Going into the offseason last year, he was listed at damn near 300 pounds. That is a fat guy at heart. Mm-hmm. And I think Pete Alonso is a little more serious about his health. I've seen pictures of that dude just like, Yoked. Looking mean. Mm-hmm. But I think that's who I'm choosing. Okay. All right. So that was good. So a little speed round, and then we got – and I want to get your thoughts on the All-Star weekend, okay? So this is going to be the last question. It's just a yes or no. Steroid era, Hall of Famers, should they be in the hall? Yes or no? 
Absolutely. 100%. Okay. Yeah. Brian? Yes, 100%. Oh, okay. Okay. Asterisks or no? Uh, no. No. Exactly. And, then, and for, the right. same reason, for the same reason why I don't think the Astros championship should have an asterisk, it's because – the same reason baseball that I don't cheats. Yeah. Exactly. No exactly. Yeah. Every time. Yeah. So I'm like, why, why are we laying them? Like, why, why are we doing this? But anyways, side note, Pete Rose should be in the hall of fame. Yes, he Absolutely. should, dude. Yes, he should. Yes, he should. Yep. Uh, I, I think what they did to that man was just bullshit, but yeah. Um, and he wasn't even black. That was <laughs> white on white crime right there. <laughs> You know, so you know that they really hate him if he. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I want to get your guys' thoughts. This is we're done. Um, let's close this out, and then I'll do the the goodbyes and everything. So thoughts on All Star Weekend? I thought it was pretty good. This was actually the first time I watched baseball in probably like three years. I usually just watch the World Series, but this was like the actual. I've been like actually paying attention ever since you guys had that conversation and everything, trying to see what the hell it's all about right now. And it looks like it's in good hands. There's a lot of superstars throughout all of the markets, you know, like that. That's the first thing I've noticed, like since I watched. But um, so there's more than just Tatis out there that I've right. seen. Like, you know, that guy, um, Soto, I actually really loved his swing. I liked his swagger when he was at the home run derby. Um, Perez who lost to uh, Soto, I thought a Herculean effort because he, he hit 27 dingers and didn't advance. He got the second most home runs and didn't advance because of like, you know, how the seating was. So that yeah, was interesting. So they, they've been playing around with the home run derby way too much. Can mm -hmm. we just throw that out? They try to do it like a three point contest. It kind of looked like this year. Yeah, I don't think you can. Go back to yeah. 10 outs. Yeah. That's what they need to go back to. 2008, Josh Hamilton, the hell That's your boy, huh? Up. That's your boy. <laughs> Josh Hamilton? No, not yeah. really. I mean, oh, you don't just, like Hamilton? I mean, he he's all right. He just like really threw away like what could have been an amazing career. Good story. Oh, yeah, that's a good story. We don't yeah. need to go down that yeah. serious. I was gonna say, I'm yeah. like, that's a, that's, <laughs> right. a, that's a dark path that we're going but, to close it out. But, podcast but, itself. But, exactly. but, I, but I will say, I am doing a Josh Hamilton profile on the next episode of the GSMC Baseball Podcast that came out probably this most recent Sunday once this Cutthroat Cast comes out. I can't wait to can hear you, that, hey, dude. Can you give me a little teaser? Can you give me give me a little teaser for that profile? <laughs> that was a teaser. <laughs> and that is where we're ending this episode. <laughs> but let me let me do the let me do it. All right. Thank you guys for coming, Mysterio, Brian, Patty Cakes. Always, it's always a pleasure doing this. Um. We're going to do a couple more of these special editions, me and Patty, um, with different like scenarios. Yep. We'll bring Brian back. We'll bring Mysterio back. Um, I've had a great time. I hope you guys have too. Yeah. Brian, before we go, where can anybody yeah, find you on your social medias if you want to give that out? Any causes or anything that you want to shout out or anything? Uh, yeah. I mean, on Twitter, I'm just, uh, you know, at Bobberts21. So it's B O B E R T S 21. Um, you just find me talking, you know, baseball, college football, you know, whatever. That's about as crazy as I get. I'm not on anything else. There we go. So. 
Mysterio, what about you, big dog? Where where can they find you, or what do you want to shout out? You can you can find me at or the cookie the cookie trio. They changed the name. The cookie trio. I want to shout, shout out the cookie trio. They're uh, based in LA. Um, three sisters that during the pandemic decide to come together. Cutthroat podcast. They've been profiled on in this world, so I want to shout them out. Beautiful people, bomb-ass cookies. Alright, so this was the Cutthroat Podcast. I'm in. Here we go. We'll send them to we'll send them to Ohio, dog. And they probably will. So, shouts out, shouts out to the, the Cookie Trio, and this is the Cutthroat Podcast, and we want, to leave, or we want to leave you guys with nothing but good vibes. And saying goodbye, well, you can follow us at Cutthroat Cast on Twitter and on Instagram. You can follow Patty at underscore Patrick Kenny K E N N E Y. And you can follow me at XCPJ9. You can follow us all on Cutthroat Cast. Also, while you guys are listening to these episodes, why don't you guys like it, subscribe, leave us a five star review. If you guys leave us a five star review, tell us what you guys want to hear. And we'll do special editions on those right there. All right? All right, boys. All right.